0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, coming out again at this time, riding old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. And uh, it's so good to be out here with you folks. I like to get out a lot of time in the early morning hour and uh, sit on the back porch and drink my coffee and and, uh, meditate upon what the Lord has done for me. And I imagine myself riding old Dan down through the woods, clippity-clop, clippity-clop. Many, many, many years ago, we had Pastor Shelton was living at that time, and he originated this little broadcast called the Old Trailblazer. And I was there in the, around the church at that time, young man, didn't know much of nothing, didn't know nothing. And, uh, but I heard him. He had the sound effects of old Dan clippity-clopping. He had the sound effects of the hoot owls hooting out in the woods. He had the sound effects when he would go by the country church and hear the choir singing. And we have several of those tapes that we could be would be able to let you have. If you write me, you call me, I'll let you know, quote your price on there. on There's four messages on a 60-minute tape and about 2 or $3 apiece. And I believe you'd enjoy hearing him talk to old Dan. He just talked, come on, Dan, let's go now. We've got to go. It's kind of frosty this morning, all of those things. And it made an impression on a young, old, young Pendarvis. I was young. I was. I was about 20 years old when I came under Pastor Shelton's ministry. And there was a lost soul and didn't know it, but the Lord showed me. Yeah, I've told you that story before, how did I join a little church because my wife wanted me to and thought I was saved, never had been in church in my life. I'm, I wasn't a religious person, though. And you think, well, I was a heathen. Yes, I was a heathen, but I was raised in a home where there was no religious uh, feelings whatsoever. But we get into that, and another time I'll tell you that whole story of how the Lord saved old Pendorvis. And I have folks make fun of me and call me all kind of funny names, but old hellfire and damnation preacher. But the Lord gave me this, this opportunity, I call it, this ministry here, a pulpit. Uh, the president calls it the bully pulpit. Well, I don't have a bully pulpit, but I have the privilege, the opportunity, uh, the gracious opportunity to tell you how the Lord saves a sinner, and that's what we're doing—bringing you these studies on blood redemption—and we're looking at at the at the at the time there when when Abraham told his son, uh, "We're going up on the mountain," and so we see there. I believe as they walked along, Isaac asked his dad, "said Dad, where is he? Where is the offering?" Well, he knew. He said, Jehovah Jireh, God will provide. We saw that in our last offering. It was there, I believe, as they walked along that Abraham told Isaac how the Lord had saved him and uh, uh, and that Isaac now was going to die, to be offered up on the altar as a burnt offering. And I'm sure he said, son, my son, we're going up to Mount Moriah, and there an altar will be built, and you're going to die. And you're going to die like your old daddy died. Yes, therefore Abraham told Isaac how the Lord saved him. Can you tell someone how the Lord saved you, my friend? Well, I joined the church when I was seven years old. Is that all you got? Yeah, let me just ask you this. Uh, yeah, I, I make most of these messages early in the morning in my little old studio, but it may be midnight where you are, early in the morning, late at night. Uh, are, are you saved? Can Can you say, Pastor, Trailblazer, uh, I, I just don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear you scare me about uh, hellfire and blood redemption and death. I, I don't want to hear you. But would you listen? Can you, are you saved? You know, the greatest thing in this life, my friend, whether you're old, young, on a sick bed, maybe suffering, dying with cancer or something, are you saved? Are you saved? Are you saved? Are you saved? I've talked to folks in a nursing home. They say, well, I'm all right. Don't worry about me. I'm all right. About three heartbeats away from hell. And they don't even want to hear how Christ died for sinners. Do you know anything about how Christ died for sinners? Can you tell me if I was to sit down by your side and maybe drink a cup of coffee with you? And, uh, can you tell me how the Lord saved you? The Bible tells us to always be ready to give an account of the hope that you have within. Can you do that? Well, I know folks is and sputters sometime. I did that and do that now. And, uh, we have prayer meeting where folks are have trouble telling us how the Lord saved them or what the Lord laid on their heart. But, my friend, the Lord knows all about it. The Lord knows all about it. And I've gotten, some, I've gotten some, some, some new thoughts along that line, my friend. One of the things that you and I ought to be very careful. You know, we don't know who the Lord's elect are. We don't know who's saved and who's lost. We have sometimes an indication. But, my friend, don't criticize somebody. I've heard folks say, well, he ain't got nothing. He don't have nothing. Well, my friend, you don't know his heart, do you? Let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, he may be bowed down under weight and penalty of sin. But listen, Abraham, let's get back to Abraham. He told Isaac how the Lord saved him. He went over that whole story. As he sat there uh, that day, drove the birds of prey away, told him how the God of resurrection had met him there at the close of the day after he had experienced the horror of that great darkness and how he saw the day of Christ and was glad have you ever seen that my friend then i imagine he said to isaac jehovah god my son that i'm telling you about is is the is the coming messiah he's the god of resurrection and i've told you about him and i want to tell you that, that he's my god he redeemed me with his precious blood oh my friend we come back to that don't we we sing a song here precious blood and i like to I'd like to sing it for you one of these days or, or, or play it on the on the CD. I don't, I can't sing. You know that. But listen, uh, he, he's the God of resurrection, and I've told you about him before, how that he has uh, redeemed this poor soul. I saw the day of that Messiah, and, and then Isaac believed his dad. I imagine he told Isaac how all the promises were tied up in him, that he was the, the seed of promise and that he was promised through him the Messiah would come. And then Isaac, as he walked along with his father, I see what you're talking about. I do. Your God shall be my God. Your Redeemer shall be my Redeemer. Whatever he has commanded, I'll be obedient even unto death, the death on the altar. I'll go down in hope that the Lord God that you may worship is my God and that he's able to raise me up and bring me forth. The Messiah through my seed. That was an hour they never forgot. Let me tell you something, my friend. Outside of your own salvation, the greatest thing in this life is to walk down the road ah, with an awakened sinner who wants to be saved. And you can tell him how the Lord saved you, especially if it's one of your children or your loved one. Oh, what a great day, my friend. Let me tell you something. Oh, listen, I've never seen a sinner yet get saved, and there will never be one saved until that sinner becomes obedient unto death. That's what Isaac did. He became obedient, my friend. That's what every sinner becomes. All of your ranting and raving and kicking and bucking and striving, all that'll come to an end. All of that rebellion will come to an end. My friend, I asked you, I asked you, are you saved? Are you a new creature in Christ? You say the old trailblazer just an old ignorant cuss. I know that. You're not telling me anything. I, I, I've got a pretty good description of the old trailblazer because folks call me and tell me. They call me a speckled bird. They call me uh, hellfire and damnation. They call me old kook, old crackpot, old blood and guts preacher. They, well, i got all that. I know all those things. i got a pretty good description of the old trailblazer. And you know what? I agree with every one of them. I agree with every one of them. I agree with every one of them because I have uh, no—I know exactly. But listen, listen. As long as you struggle and fight sinner, as long as you disagree, as long as you argue and complain, I I, have—I never seen as much arguing and complaining in my life. I tell folks I've been around the corner a little bit. You know, folks. I uh, sometimes don't think the old trailblazer got any sense at all. But I tell them, you know, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. I got a little sense. The Lord, Lord give me a little bit of sense, a little bit of, of uh, uh, looking into folks and seeing what's going on by the grace of God. I have. I have. And I see folks complaining about this and complaining about that. But, my friend, if you just fall at the feet of Christ, giving up, did you ever just give up? Just give up, give up. I'll tell you about this this man. I read this story. This man was walking across the field one night and he fell into a, an old abandoned well. and uh he fell I don't know how deep it was, wasn't too deep, but anyhow, he landed in the water. The water was up almost to his waist, and he caught a hold of the rope as he went down. that old rope we used to pull water up on in a bucket, and he caught a hold of that rope and he hung on he hung on. And he didn't know how deep the water was because he didn't touch the bottom. And he hung on and he hung on and he hollered and he yelled and he cried and he begged and he kept holding on and his strength was giving out. His strength was slowly giving out. He knew he was facing eternity. And finally he could hold on no longer. He could just hold on no longer. And he turned loose and he dropped about six inches and he hit the bottom of the well. Good, solid, sandy foundation in that well. My friend, are you doing that? Are you holding on to this world? Are you holding on to some some of your uh, ways that you won't give up? Are you holding on to some idol in your heart? It don't have to be a brazen altar. Or nothing. Oh, my friend, I have folks tell me things that they were holding on to. It amounted to nothing. And yet, they thought they could not live without it. Some sweetheart, some boyfriend, girlfriend, some, 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 some just something that you want to hold on to, my friend. As long as you hold on to it, you will never be saved. Turn it loose, my friend. Leave it in the Lord's hand. Give it to him. Lord, take it. Lord, take it. Would you take it, Lord? I don't want it. I don't want anything if I can't be saved. It may be your little old uh, uh, nest egg back there somewhere you got stashed away for your funeral and uh, or you or that or you just want to leave it for your family i want to leave my children something well your children will throw it away before your dirt caves in on your grave i tell folks that leave it to, leave it here to the old trailblazer leave it to radio mission we'll put it to preaching the gospel i got word the other day a man one of our old favorite old faithful listeners went home to be with the lord Folks remind me or call me and made let me know about it. He left his estate, small estate, very small estate. Left it to the old trailblazer broadcast radio mission, and uh, we're that good. He, he he did that. He didn't tell him he he's going to do it. He just did it, and uh, it's a it's a grace. He'll preach the gospel. He'll preach the gospel while he's going on to be with the Lord. He's already gone. They've already buried him, and as soon as they get the estate settled. They send a few thousand dollars here. Uh, he'll go to preaching the gospel, and he'll be up in heaven, and it'll be preaching. Would you like to do that, my friend? Would you like to? Or would you so, you think you can take it with you? You think you can take it with you? The old man said, uh, if you could take it with you, your arm would be so stiff you couldn't get your hand in your pocket. But, my friend, let the old trailblazer be kind and gentle to you at this time. Would you just trust the Lord? Would you come on and trust the Lord? The blood has been applied. The blood has been shed. The way has been made clear. The roads are open, my friend. The doors are not barred. The road is not fenced off where you can't get there. And I told folks Wednesday night, I said, you know, the Lord never designed to make salvation so hard you couldn't be saved. no. No. You make it hard by your by your terrible stinginess and all of your warped and twisted ideas, and I can't oh I can't give up my little old bankroll I can't do that. But you know what, uh, the Lord'll take it anyhow. Did you know you're not going to live long, folks? Many of our folks are down on the bottom side, down there low, low end of the totem pole. But the old Tribbles is running out of time already. Could you believe that? Running out of time. But if you would tune in tomorrow at the same time. We'll be back looking to this study on blood redemption, looking how the Lord saved Isaac and uh, how the blood was shed there, how he caught that ram in the thicket, became thy substitute, my friend. He's the old trailblazer substitute, the Lord Jesus Christ. Paid my sin debt in full. Not one sin rested against the old trailblazer. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and, uh, Be back next time. Goodbye. God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad, or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.